Downloads of this show are available.
that cling to stone. Sometimes it feels like we're in this all alone.
Welcome back, Sam. It is great to see you. I'm <laughs> excited to have you here. Uh, I was saying, here. I was saying to people like, yeah, this is the show that last week was telling you to go out and see Garage Rock, and two weeks ago was going, telling you to go out and see Punk Rock, and now we're going to be telling you to go out and see crazy accordion music. Yes. Exactly. Good music is good music, though, right? That's right. Exactly. Um, yes, you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we play independent rock and roll or independent accordion music uh, from Brooklyn and beyond every Monday evening here at 8 o'clock. We open the show with Too Hot to Sleep, Sam's uh, recent release. That was Swamp Dog Hobby. Hobble. Hobble. The Swamp Dog Hobble. Hobble. Look at that. I should put my glasses on when I'm doing this, right? <laughs> <laughs> we followed it with She Took a Gamble by Hannah Reed. And then just for tonight, Phoebe Hunt and the Gatherers. That's right. All of you are playing tomorrow night at eight o'clock, 7 o'clock yep. at Rockwood Stage 3. That's right. And you can still get tickets. I believe tickets are still available that you can get them online uh, from the Rockwood Music Hall website, or if you go to the event page, if you're if you've already sort of said yes, I'm interested in attending, uh, the event page takes you to the Rockwood Music Hall website, um, and you can pick up tickets that way. They're fifteen dollars. Um, my strong recommendation, after going to a couple of not only your shows but shows at Rockwood uh, Stage Three, it being an incredibly intimate uh, venue that people should pick up tickets yep. ahead of time. I think so. Um, just so that when you're, you're not scrambling to get a seat at the last minute and you're guaranteed. Because um, th- that environment and your music, I, I think, sets up a, an incredibly, like I say, fun and intimate evening of music. I, I, I yes. agree. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, I, I hope at some point, are all three of you going to be like performing together on stage? Uh, yes, well, at least uh, two of us. Um, I play in Phoebe's band, and actually for the evening tomorrow, she'll be playing in my band. So, Ah, fantastic. And what will she be playing? Uh, fiddle. She'll be playing fiddle. Yeah. Okay. And in her band, you're going to be playing piano? Yeah, in her band, I play piano and accordion and organ and all of the keyboard instruments. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so the stage is going to be full for all three performances yeah i think i don't know if hannah is playing solo or with someone else i think she often plays by herself or duo i know she's been on tour in scotland and the uk for the past month um i think just as a soloist but um who knows she might have some special guests there tomorrow too we're all really really good close friends and we all play together all the time so 
Um, okay, so again, so tomorrow night at Rockwood Music Hall, 7 o'clock. Please get your tickets ahead of time, rockwoodmusichall.com, uh, to be able to do that. It's $15, 21 and over. Uh, Rockwood does have a two-drink minimum, just so you know. Uh, but that's not a problem because you guys are going to be playing for two hours at least. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so. And then w- what is the overall umbrella for the show? It, uh, it's it's okay that it's a different you know radio station, right? Right. It's a it's a a showcase kind of thing that John Platt from WFUV has been putting on for years now. I think. Um, and God, I I met John maybe almost eight or nine years ago, and I've been going up to perform on WFUV for for many years. And um, this worked out. I was just put out this new record about a month ago, and it seemed like a good opportunity to organize a night of music. Um, that both to to sort of celebrate the, this record, but also to celebrate this community of um, acoustic folk musicians that we have in Brooklyn, which is very strong um, and based not too far away from where we're sitting right now in, be- in Bed-Stuy. <laughs> okay. um, and so it was just a great opportunity to get a bunch of people together and, and do a, a triple bill. Now, is do you get crazy reactions when you're not in Brooklyn and New York City to say that there's this incredible community of you know non-traditional we're non-beard wearing uh plaid shirt wearing um you know playing alternative music (laughs) (laughs) i would if i could wear if i could wear a beard i would (laughs) you could rock the beard yeah (laughs) me neither i've I've, I've given up on it completely as well so um i think that what makes uh this particular community of musicians uh unique is that it really is drawing on a wide range of backgrounds. Um, I myself am coming from jazz. I'm a jazz pianist um, and I'm interested in music from all around the world, different types of folk music. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our community, we have jazz musicians and different um, types of folk musicians from other countries and, and then also many bluegrass musicians. Um, so it's sort of that nexus of all those different types of music that's I think provided a really fertile ground for um, creativity recently here in Brooklyn um, and elsewhere in this in the country. They are definitely surprised to hear when we say we are from Brooklyn, but um, I think it, it's a, it's a great thing too because I I feel like Brooklyn is a really beautiful city and a and a beautiful um, representation of what a healthy urban environment can look like. Yes, so I'm proud of it. Yes, very much so. Now, for those of you who may not know, uh, those of you who aren't all that 100% familiar with your uh, Roden Hour history, um, Sam and I w- first met. Do you remember how long ago? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's perfectly all right to say. Uh, it was uh, actually over five and a half years ago. Right. Um, at, when I was hosting the Roden Hour at uh, Pratt Radio. And uh, you came with. The Trace the, Amigos. The Trace Amigos, yeah. yes. Um, and I was desperately going through my uh, all old audio files to see if I could snip oh, the little uh, Roden Hour song that you guys came up with. Oh, com- com- complete wow. with, with with the little uh, mice. Oh, oh yeah. man, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was it was a highlight of, of our career at, yeah. at Pratt Radio. So, um, But then you also were involved with Silver City Bound. Yep. And so you recorded with both groups, Mm -hmm. but this was your first solo record. Yep. I'm going to have to imagine it was a completely different experience. Uh, It was, uh, and it it still is a very different experience. Mm -hmm. Um, 
actually when i was younger when i was in college i I had a band um and i've always been i've always known that i like leading leading ensembles and i I really love writing music and presenting my own music um uh and i think after doing a bunch of different projects for many years it felt like it was the right time to really um put something out under my name that i felt like represented like the pith of the core of of who i am as a musician and Mm -hmm. that was really going back to my roots in piano and and the the different styles of folk music that really get me excited and that i'm really inspired by Mm -hmm. so that's what i chose to do for this um how was it though being the person who was ultimately responsible for oh, the end product to come out was that stressful oh, it's so it's yeah it's it's exhilarating it's stressful um it was very rewarding um and i'm it's kind of yet to be seen i i still uh, i perform in in many different groups all over the country um and i love having that balance in my life as an artist i love being able to contribute to someone else's project and then the next week fly out with my own band and do something. So I don't really see that changing too, too soon. Um, but I am also very excited about um, being able to, to do my own thing and um, and just from a sort of larger career perspective, sort of plant some seeds for the future. See, I don't know where they're going to grow yet. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's because with the other artists that you're, you're listening to or per- performing with, and then you'll let them germinate. Some of them might... Exactly. Bear fruit, exactly. other ones might not. So yeah. here's what I would like to do. Um, as I mentioned to you that there um, there was another band who just recently rele- released some accordion-based Zydeco music in New York City. Um, and I asked whether you knew them, and you were like, nope. So that's the beauty of being here, that there's all of this fantastic music that gets created, um, and people just might not know each other. Of all those crazy things. So let's hear a brand new release uh, from a local band called Broadway Lafayette uh, from their recently released album Subway Zydeco. And we're going to follow it with another brand new original from our guest this evening. You're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Bye. 
are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Skeleton Rag by our guest this evening from his debut release, Too Hot to Sleep. Sam is going to be playing tomorrow night, Rockwood, Stage 3, 7 o'clock with Hannah Reed, Phoebe Hunt, and The Gatherers. Before that, we heard a brand new release from a local Zydeco band, Broadway Lafayette, their song, By You Lover. That was released on February 23rd, and it is out on Hound God Records. So when I got um, the music from Hound God, and then I sent him back, um, I'm not sure what I sent him back as a YouTube clip or whatever it was, I sent him back and said, here, this is my guest who's going to be coming on on March 12th, and so your music would pair really well with him. And he sent back and go like, my God, that guy's got really fast fingers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> is, is that a skill you can uh, develop? You're, you're either born with it, you have to work at it, practice, 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 right? Yeah, I guess so. Fast fingers. Um, yeah, that reminds me of like placing saddles or something. <laughs> um, actually, they're not so fast today because I went rock climbing and my hands are kind of numb. But yeah, I think over time they get faster, and and especially with the accordion. The accordion is a speedy instrument. Yes, yeah, to make it sound as fun as as it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I want to ask you, sort of, um, you know, certainly un, unscripted, uh, that when you were coming in and we were sort of uh, we were playing music and changing with with Nenim, um, and he said, "Oh, like you play traditional stuff," and you said, "Nope." This is all from the depths of my crazy mind. Yes, that's yeah. the truth. Um, <laughs> and that's like what you were talking with before about your all your different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I do play traditional music, um, but it's it's not on this record. And um, I've always I've always known that um, I, I like above all to write music. That's what drives me. Um, I I come from a a family of pianists. Everybody played a classical or jazz piano. My dad was a musical theater composer. Um, I grew up, I came to New York City to play jazz piano. In college, I started studying folk music. Um, and I got really interested in bluegrass and old time, and then through that, Zydeco and Tex-Mex, and then uh, Brazilian music, and then um, Eastern European music, and, and gypsy music. And uh, it's just, for me, it's like this constant process of discovery and um that's what i'm it's just what what floats my boat it, it's what i'm interested in what i think about all day long <laughs> i like to think about the connections between all yeah. these different types of music um and, and i teach that all over the country too so um in putting together this record i considered you know playing um some different songs from different cultures but at the end of the day i realized that what i really love to do is just to write my own music and and let it sort of Rest is a tribute to all the different influences that I have. So on this record, you're going to hear music that sounds um, a little bit bluegrass, a little bit jazz, a little bit um, klezmer or, or gypsy. Um, there's definitely some Brazilian influences as well. And um, I think, uh, you know, when you when you put it that way, it sounds discombobulated. But when you listen to it, <laughs> I feel like it's it's not. I think it it's... Um, it's just me, and maybe you have to meet me to understand me. Well, well <laughs> I, I, I guess, but I, I know I emailed you be, before when I was like, you create music that I just inherently trust. Mm. Um, and uh, from, obviously, with Tres Amigos, with Silver City Bound, um, and then 
uh, I'm going to incorporate in sort of like the two shows, two shows, one I saw, one I didn't see. Um, but like going to see Country for Syria. When, oh, I forgot that you came to that one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was, that seemed to be like, it was, I was like, okay, this is going to be, I'm, I know it's going to be interesting. I know it's going to be good. But then it was, it, it was like, it was really good. Yeah. And, and that for me, like cemented like the, the trust in you as, a, as an artist and, and musician. Um, because I think maybe sometimes if you maybe weren't immersed in the community, the uh, then it might seem a stretch, and and I, I'm going to say I'm not immersed in the sort of you know Zydeco, Zydeco um, Klezmer community. Um, <laughs> I think those are probably two different communities, <laughs> right? Um, but that was a that was a fantastic evening. Yeah, and so it, it sort of led me to thinking. Then you sort of did you sold out your your uh, CD release show. Yeah, and and that was. I think much more of an immersive experience than the country for Syria. Uh, yeah, and, and and so, but the the idea seems to be when you're putting on the shows that you want to make it, um, you know, much more uh, inclusive and mm-hmm. have it for all of your senses, not just hey, let's just come in and, you know, we're going to play music and you're going to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of um, a lot of uh, jazz and. Uh, just musicians in the city my age, I think, that are toying with different ways of presenting music. Um, we all grew up um, right around the time that the record industry collapsed, and um, to a, a greater or lesser extent, we've seen a lot of venues that we've played at over the years collapse as well. Um, and I know personally that um, people my age and my friends don't necessarily want to come sit down and pay a bunch of money to see us play mm-hmm. at a club and... Um, and I'm okay with that, although I, I do uh, plan on touring this particular project to theaters and performing arts centers and festivals. But I also um, am very keen on the idea of bringing acoustic, uh, live, improvised music to unusual spaces and reaching audiences that might not be exposed to it otherwise. Um, and the, the only way to do that really is to create your own space sometimes. So that's what um, I just tried to do with this uh, recent record release. Um, I worked with my wife, Claire, to produce an evening of dance and music. We choreographed the um, the record with the help of these two amazing dancers, Austin Goodwin and Ida Saki, who both dance in Sleep No More. Um, and we, we, we took a, fo- a photo studio and, and built out the space. We made a set and we invited people to come. There were about 130 people there in the end um and we performed the record start to finish with dance and interactive uh, performative elements and food and drinks and stuff like that it was very fun and to go to the the country for syria performance oh yeah um was a whole mixture of musicians food drink Mm -hmm. as as well yeah um and it was great just to sort of uh, it was here. There's some some comfortable chairs, some uncomfortable chairs. You can stand. You can you can hang out. Uh, the musicians on stage uh, came and went, so to speak, sometimes. Yeah. Um, but to me, that made it a, a, a really unique experience. Yep. Um, and that was down at the at the Navy Yard. Yep. So 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 personal question. So is yeah. it, I hope everybody in in that group is still doing well in country for Syria. Yes. You know, I don't, that's not, I'm not really connected with them ah, okay. except for the fact that I once performed with them in Istanbul. And then when they came here, I set up that show for them. Yes. Um, 
I've spoken with Owen, the accordionist, uh, maybe a, a couple months ago. Mm. Every now and then we Facebook message. I think they are doing well. I see their their updates online. I think Good. they've been working on a record. I know that there's a lot of people involved with that group, and um, they're always kind of shifting too. And new members are showing up, and other people are, you know. Um, traveling to different countries for school and whatnot. So I think they're doing good, though. Excellent. Yeah. Um, can we uh, throw in a, on a bit more music and come back and sort of then talk about, I think, the, the larger thing of you going out yeah. um, and getting that music or how you've got, sort of gone out and got some of that music yeah. uh, and had it influenced um, yeah. and brought it back and incorporated into that. You said your crazy mind and whatever comes mm-hmm. up out of it. Um, so, so let's hear from Phoebe, who you're going to be playing with again yep. uh, tomorrow night and then we're going to follow up with somebody who you said you didn't know who uh, does the same type who has done the same type of thing um, in terms of going overseas and representing the, the State Department and thankfully just got out of Russia at the right time so this is Pink and Blue by Phoebe Hunt and the Gatherers and you're listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn <laughs>
Vapor by Grace McLean and them apples. And before that, we heard Pink and Blue by Phoebe Hunt and the Gatherers. So the connection there of why I'm having Grace McLean and them apples on an evening when Sam's joining me in the studio um, is that Grace as well has been working, well, been overseas for the State Department, which I think is absolutely fascinating. It is. Are you able to sort of give a quick synopsis about how that happened and where you've gone? Yeah, sure. Because yeah, uh, that had not, when we first met, yeah. that was not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a program. Um, there are several programs, actually, that send artists overseas. It all started, uh, I think, in the 1950s. Um, 
as a Cold War initiative, um, they sent uh, Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington Whoa. overseas uh, to some of the Eastern Bloc nations um, as part of soft diplomacy mm-hmm. um, just to instill a sense of positive American sentiment. And that program has continued up till today. Um, and I think it's there's a, a, several different programs within that. Um, the one that I was a part of was called American Music Abroad. Um, and it's a it's an audition based uh, arts program where uh, ten or fifteen bands from around the country are chosen each year to, to tour, um, and they send you on a five week tour to some fabulous place around the world. It's um, it's a great tour. It's it pays well. It's all expenses paid, um, and it's totally fascinating and um, challenging um, and and inspiring. Um, I was chosen for it in 2013 with um, my group. Um, at the time, we were called the Amigos Band. Then it became Silver City Bound. Um, and they sent us that first year to um, China, Laos, Cambodia, Myanmar, and Vietnam. So wow. five countries. Mm-hmm. It was 40 days. Um, it was, in fact, kind of biblical in its proportions. <laughs> um and that was amazing. And then two years later, we got a call from the State Department that asked us to go to Azerbaijan. Um, and on the way to Azerbaijan, we set up our own stop over in um, Istanbul in Turkey to play with this band, uh, Country for Syria, that you okay. mentioned before. Um, and yeah, these these it was it, it, it's it's international touring um, at its best because it's it's it puts you in in uh, places where they've. People have never seen um, live music before or never seen Americans before. Um, They don't speak any English. um, And often you're collaborating with local musicians um, or artists or dancers um, and working with kids and students all over. Um, So it's it's a really amazing program. I think it's probably some of the best use of taxpayer money that exists. (laughs) Um, Just not because it made me wealthy or anything, because it didn't, but because um, it, it, it really is um, cultural collaboration made visceral. It's like you stand on stage with um, a singer from the countryside of Cambodia and you perform for 2,000 people that are um, sitting on motorcycles silently watching you. <laughs> and judging you. It's judging you. And it, it just, it's a really empowering and, and amazing experience. Um, so... I've been very lucky to do that, and I hope at some point in my life I get to do something like that again. It was very, very cool. But and but it, you as a guy, sort of a self-admitted sponge for different types of music, it just must have been amazing. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, it, it's been a dream, and uh, I I love that. I love going to a new place and and stumbling across some old guy playing a weird drum in a room, you know, or and 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 then sitting down and taking out my accordion and and playing with with someone it's just that's the best for me so right how do you get sound out of that okay how can i get that sound to match with my sound and what can we create right exactly um Uh, and there are luckily we we've taken some videos of these things i need to search through my hard drive and put a bunch more online but um uh, and and also a lot of the musicians that i perform with now have also done these same programs um 
so we we we're all sort of interested in the ways in which American music and different styles of music from around the world can come together. Mm-hmm. So we we've been remiss. Uh, I've been remiss. We need to give thanks to all the people who <laughs> helped you put out this project. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the record features an amazing group of musicians called the Human Hands, based in Brooklyn. Um, it's Eddie Barbash on the saxophone. Roy Williams on guitar, Grant Gordy on guitar, Dominic Leslie on mandolin, Alex Hargraves on violin, and Dave Speranza on bass. Um, and these are just some of my closest friends and uh, collaborators. And um, we p- perform together and tour together constantly in different configurations. Um, we recorded it up at a studio in Connecticut called The Carriage House uh, with an incredible engineer, uh, named Brendan Muldowney, who he both engineered and mixed the record. And, um, yeah, and we put it out about a month ago, as I said. Um, trying to think what else. I have to thank my wife, Claire, because she <laughs> was course. really um, one of the, the inspirations for the project and, and pushed me along to do it. She was the one that said, you need to, you know, put out a solo record and um, listen to all my ideas along the way. And, uh has has been a sounding board and then also helped produce the uh, CD release concert that we just did recently. So Okay. Yeah. Um, people will be able to pick up CDs tomorrow yep. at, after um, the show at, at, at Rockwood. Yep. Um, let's just say people who are listening to the rebroadcast at midnight out on the West Coast mm-hmm. um, and they're like, this, this music is great. Where do we send them to to get your music? Yeah, sure. So um, you can... You can buy the CD, the physical CD, on my website. That's Sam Ryder Music, R-E-I-D-E-R, samridermusic.com. Um, you can stream it all over in all of the usual places and also download MP3s uh, from Bandcamp um, or you know, right from my website and you know, iTunes and all those things as well. Um, we will be on the West Coast in about a month and a half um, out in the Bay Area where I'm from originally performing at the Red Poppy Art House in San Francisco on okay. May 24th, I believe. Okay. And then at the Strawberry Music Festival um, in Grass Valley on the 26th. And then throughout the summer, I'll be back touring through California a bunch too. So if you're on the West Coast, there's ample opportunities. Awesome. Yeah. It, if they're not able to get an overnight flight to come and join us tomorrow. Exactly. At, at Rockwood Music Hall. Yeah. So, um, Sam, is a pleasure catching up um again you're you're an artist who as strange as it may sound from the guy who was telling people to go out and see punk rock uh two weeks ago uh that i enjoy going out and seeing your shows uh, i have a lot of trust and faith in the music that you put out uh the shows that i've seen from tres amigos to um country for syria when you put that whole thing together were incredibly enjoyable i know tomorrow will be incredibly enjoyable uh for anybody who goes and the album is a lot of fun to listen to and uh, I hope people do go out tomorrow or find some of your other shows uh, if they can't get tickets for tomorrow and pick up the album yeah, as well. So me too. We are going to close out Thanks with... Thanks for that. having me. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Am I saying it correctly, Baku? Um, actually, well, it, it's pronounced Baku in, okay. if, you, if you speak the language, which I don't, but... Right. Um, yeah. I, I figured I, I was thinking that it was probably going to be a different pronunciation for yeah. it. So, um, and then we're going to close out, speaking of a different language, we're going to close out with a song called Shalok, uh, which is by Cassie and Maggie, who are out of Halifax and Nova Scotia. And uh, it's traditional Celtic music. You've been listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please stay tuned for Shane and Everybody Plays the Fool. Catch you on the flip side. Mm-hmm.
gezellig, maar baaier in het leven.